0: Welcome to Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow with your host, Insung Kim, sponsored by Hope in Mission, LLC. To connect with the show, go to insungkim.org, that's inseongki dot or listen to Insung on oneplace.com. And now it's time for Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow, with your host, In Sung Kim.
1: Hello, In Sung Kim, from Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow. And we have a wonderful return guest, Reverend James R. Hardens here today, and he's CEO of the Compassion Care Pregnancy Center uh, Pregnancy Service at Rochester, New York. Thank you so much for being with us again.
2: Thanks for having me, Insung. It's an honor to be back with you.
1: Thank you. Wow, we heard a story about it's more developing from the last uh, program that we had, and just give us summary of the last program that we you had a terrorist attack, right?
2: That's right. Um, on May second, uh, there was the illegal leak of a Supreme Court case Dobbs versus Jackson Health that essentially overturned. The Supreme Court's long standing ruling uh, to make abortion legal throughout the United States, uh, taking the rights uh, away from the states to decide for themselves. Well, they reversed that ruling, and the, uh, on June 24th, uh, the states could now decide for themselves what to do about abortion. But between uh, May 2nd and even today, even coming up to today, uh, that leak of the Dobbs case sparked pro-abortion violence against pro-life people all across the country. Mm. And uh, the first firebombing occurred on May 6th, just a few days after the leak of the Dobbs case in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, And that was attended by a communique from the pro-abortion terrorist group, Jane's Revenge, that took responsibility for the firebombing. And they said, they gave an ultimatum. They said, you've got 30 days. Pregnancy centers have 30 days to shut down or more of this is going to happen all across the country. Mm. And 30 days later, they firebombed our Buffalo medical office Mm. on June 7th. Mm. 30 days to the day. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it it was a catastrophic firebombing, multiple perpetrators, multiple Molotov cocktails. It was a professional hit job. I Mm. saw the video. It took took me 133 days of pushing really hard on the FBI Mm -hmm. so we could even see our own video surveillance because the damage was so severe to the facility that our power was out and we couldn't make a copy of the video surveillance. So we had to give it to them in good faith. And they wouldn't even let us see our own video surveillance. You'd think it would be common mm. practice for law enforcement to show the victims uh, the, 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 you know, the a picture of the perpetrators
0: mm-hmm. just so they
2: say, you know, give them some leads. But they refused to do that
0: mm-hmm. uh, for
2: 133 days. So when I saw it, I, th- I thought to myself, these people are professional. They knew exactly what they were doing. They knew how to how to mix Molotov cocktails on site. They knew exactly how to break windows without getting hurt. They knew everybody, each one of them had their roles. They weren't afraid of being videotaped. They were in and out. And I said in August, there have been no arrests out of 160 attacks all across this country on pro-life organizations and no arrests. And I said in August, the FBI is slow walking this. They're intentionally uh, abdicating their duty mm-hmm. to investigate violence against pro-life organizations. I said that in August. I kept saying it, and finally people started to listen. Mm. Um, we got uh, senators and, and congressmen mm. writing, uh, pro- proposing bills for equal protection of pregnancy centers under the law. We, we, we got an uh, open letter to, mm. uh, to, you know, the FBI director, Christopher Wray, from um, Senator Ted Cruz in Texas with 39 other congressmen and senators demanding to know mm. why the FBI has abdicated their duty. Uh, to provide equal protection under the law to pro life people, mm-hmm. and why the FBI in September began to turn and actually start attacking peaceful pro life leaders in Pennsylvania and Tennessee with SWAT like home raids, putting uh, the wives and children of, of peaceful pro life leaders under the gun with trumped up charges of face act violations. Mm-hmm. What and then you no, know, so we, we've we've got the the House Judiciary Committee. Um, actually investigating the FBI, putting out a 1,050-page report mm. with with uh, whistleblowers from within the FBI saying that the FBI has been politicized, has been co-opted and taken over by a political agenda and being used as a weapon against those who disagree with the political ideology of the Biden administration. Think mm. about that. And now they're attacking pro-life people. So there have been no arrests even, even to this date. And the FBI, after the midterm elections, came out uh, feigning interest because they're they they're so embroiled now in investigations. And the House Judiciary Committee, under Ripper's incoming, uh, the committee leader, Jim Jordan, uh, basically sent out 42 letters to 42 different Biden administration officials, including Merrick Garland, attorney general, and the FBI director, Christopher Wray, demanding their cooperation in an investigation because they've they have refused to cooperate. And under Article One of the US Constitution, the House Judiciary Committee does have the power to investigate the FBI and they're refusing to cooperate. Think about that. Mm-hmm. And then you've got FBI Director Christopher mm-hmm. Ray when he is uh you know you know, performing his duty in this regulatory manner and, and you know, giving some accountability to the House Judiciary Committee. What does he do? Mm-hmm. He lies. Mm-hmm. He, he 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 literally lies about what the FBI is doing and about and how he characterizes the violence uh, in, in the abortion you know, r- related to abortion. He, he, he's characterizing the violence that's being perpetrated right now against pro-life people as violence that's occurring from both sides. But there is no violence occurring from pro-life people against pro-abortion. People. Pro-life people are peaceful.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: The, the primary belief that drives pro-life people mm-hmm. is that we're all. All human beings are made in the image of God and mm-hmm. does, and therefore equally valuable without partiality, without qualification. We're equally valuable and deserving of blessing and protection from the womb to the tomb. And it's government's job, it's government's primary job on a domestic level to make sure that all people are protected. It is not government's job to decide which persons qualify for protection under the law and which ones do not. And when people start to stand up against the injustice of the destruction of an entire category of human, preborn boys and girls, Mm-hmm. They're treated like second-class citizens. Mm-hmm. The justice system is being undermined, and I don't care where anybody stands on the on the abortion problem, they should be very concerned about the undermining of the justice system at the federal level right now from the DOJ and the FBI, because they're just all they're doing right now is feigning interest. All they're doing right now is making themselves look like they're even-handed when, in fact. They are fully and absolutely politicized. I have been saying now for several for several weeks that the FBI needs to be shut down until further investigations can 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 uh, can be done, uh, so that you know m- more injustice like this uh, doesn't continue to happen. I I I think that they need to be asked. I think the FBI needs to be asked if, if they had uh, people involved. You, you know, who, the fact that you've got the largest the largest policing organization on the go, 14,000 employees in the FBI. Okay. Mm-hmm. They got the best friends of technology known to man. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they don't know that they haven't made any arrests in any of these 160 attacks uh, mm-hmm. is, is, it's naive. It's just naive to think that they, that they don't know who's doing this. Mm-hmm. They do know who's doing this. But, but here's the thing Insung. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I apologize. I feel like I'm, I'm, i No,
1: that's okay. No, it's great. But You're doing. Yeah. To, thank you. Just... Well,
2: but, but here's the thing. I don't, It's not about the FBI, Mm -hmm. and it's really not even about abortion. Mm -hmm. I don't think pro-abortion politicians that are protecting the FBI and attacking pro-life organizations uh, and and, and giving a pass to pro-abortion terrorist group James Revenge, Mm -hmm. I don't think they really care about abortion. Mm -hmm. If you want my honest opinion, I think what they care about is what abortion gives them. Mm -hmm. Abortion gives them the ability to decide who lives and who dies, and that's absolute power. Mm -hmm. Abortion is the camel's nose under the tent of tyranny. And it, and it gives them the ability to control society, and, and you know, it, and, and take away people's people's liberty uh, to live their lives according to their beliefs. And the belief that drives the pro-life community is the one belief that scares the dickens out of the Democrats. Hmm. And I, and here's the belief: the belief is what I just mentioned, and that is that all people are made in the image of God. Because it's that belief. That is the core, is the essence, is the foundation of human dignity and equality. Apart from that belief, equality is just a mirage, mm. dignity is just a sham, justice is just well, whatever the, the people in power want it to be. It's a, it's a, it's a it's a stick used to, to 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 leverage power over the population, and that's what they're scared of. They're scared of that belief, mm. and they want to destroy pro life people and organizations because that's the belief that keeps. That, that that basically keeps tyranny at bay. Mm-hmm. It's not about abortion. It's about absolute power. And and what abortion represents, quite frankly, relative to the to, to our society, is moral sickness. It's 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 a decay. It's a soul that a soul of America has been lost. We we have been shipwrecked on the on the shoals of of uh, you know of of, of this, this, this chaos, what we call materialism and secularism. There's this, this new religion that the state is forcing upon us, and it's, it's secular. And they say, you can't believe in God. Well, you can believe in God you know, at home and, and, and in, the, in the confines of your own head, maybe. But uh, if, you, if you start to act on those beliefs, like through a pro-life pregnancy center or through your profession, like a medical provider and refuse to provide abortion, then you are a targeted you are you are you are you've got you got a target on your back and you're you're attacked literally firebombed and threatened. Hmm. Hillary Clinton came out a couple of days ago saying that pro life people she's she's characterizing pro life people as Middle Eastern terrorists. Think about that. Why would why would she do that? And 36 hours later, hmm. James Revenge put out more death threats to pro life organizations in Omaha, Nebraska, saying they're going to shoot hmm. up uh, their center uh, with their new AK-74s. Oh. Uh, that, it, the same thing happened. I mean, the, the, but you, these pro-abortion politicians refuse to denounce the violence unless the violence serves their own cause. Mm-hmm. That is a Bolshevik revolution. That's what they're. You no, know, America is in the middle of a Bolshevik revolution right now, and it's being driven by a demo, the pro-abortion Democrats, and mm-hmm. and we the, the conservatives in America want reform. But he, I've been thinking about this and praying about this for so long. In song. I've been we we've been. under a grueling pressure here at Compass Care, Mm. trying to protect uh, the, 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 you know, pro-life pregnancy center space in the public square, free from censorship and free from violence. And and I've been thinking about this and praying about this for so long. Mm. And I, and and, and we're, I think America is in a tough spot, Mm. you know, and people might say, well, of course, America's in a tough spot. No, I I, I mean that America is beyond saving. Mm. I think America has passed the point of no return, because if you look at the Bible, and you look at, uh, say, the, Jeremiah, the prophet Jeremiah, mm-hmm. and the prophet Jeremiah wrote Jeremiah, of course, and he wrote Lamentations, and he also was, uh, the tradition holds that he wrote uh, the books of First and Second Kings. Mm. And God, through Jeremiah, talks, he assesses the, the kings. Now, the king, a king of Israel, a king of Judah, represents the people. So mm-hmm. as goes the king, so goes the people. And at the beginning or end of every king's reign, uh, Scripture would assess that king and his reign. And it would say either that he, you know, uh, did evil in the sight of the Lord and walked in the way of his father, mm-hmm. or on rare occasion he, he, would, he, would, he would be assessed as saying he did right, he was mm-hmm. right in the sight of the Lord, like David. Um, the worst indictment of all in some,
0: mm-hmm.
2: in the king's, is it, it, not that the evil king walked in the, the the evil ways of his sinful father before him, but that he did evil in the sight of the Lord according to the abominations of the nations mm. whom the Lord dispossessed mm. before the sons of Israel. You know when they came out of uh, when they came out of Egypt from slavery. Mm-hmm. God had a, God God works for the people of Israel and dispossessed the evil nations before them so they could have this land. Well, these evil nations that they dispossessed were characterized as as the worst of the worst really evil. But what was it they were doing? They were killing their children.
0: Mm -hmm. It was
2: child killing. They worshipped the evil god Molech, and they were killing their own children. And and the Bible says it didn't even enter the mind of God, these terrible things. And Mm -hmm. what what, what did Israel do? What did Judah start to do? They started to embrace the ways of the world around them, and started to kill their own children in this uh, Molech worship. They would sacrifice their own sons and daughters and put them through the fire, the Bible says, the fire. And kill the children, and so here in America, and so but basically, God, God says, "Okay, I've had enough. I'm going to wipe you clean, like 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 somebody's cleaning a dish, and I'm going to turn you upside down. I'm done, I'm done. Mm-hmm. You, you, have gave you, given you time and time again. And this is the people of God, by the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, disp- he 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 disciplined the nations. Of course, Jesus is King of Kings and He's Lord of Lords, and he everybody's going to be judged by Him. Whether whatever, you know, everybody's going to be judged by His standard because He is the King. So." Mm-hmm. he you know he judged the nations before Israel and he's judging the people of God now mm-hmm. and he's saying look you didn't stand up you didn't push back you didn't save these people you didn't save these children it mm-hmm. didn't even enter the mind of God that this would happen so um it god says i i'm i'm it's over for you mm-hmm. and i'm going to take your nation away from you and uh and so he does Josiah so here's the thing though there's hope in song mm-hmm. Josiah Josiah was one of the last kings of Judah before so Israel fell and then Judah was the last remaining in the, in the southern kingdom and and God said you know it's over um, but but Jer- Josiah he he saw the sin he saw that you know God was grieved and he was grieved mm. because of the uh, because Israel had been filled with the blood of the innocent the Bible says mm. filled Jerusalem uh, you know with the blood of the innocent And 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 Josiah was 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 grieved over that and God saw his humility, saw his grief, and he saved Josiah. Mm -hmm. He gathered Josiah in with with his father, as Bible says, in peace. Mm -hmm. Well that's what we have to hope for. And we we've got some time here. Mm -hmm. Jesus says in John chapter nine, verse four, work while it is day. Night is coming when no man can work. And I'm telling you right now, America is, is is the sun is setting on America. The sun is setting, and night is coming, and we have time now. We have time to save more. If the, sh- if the ship of state has wrecked on the shoals, we, we-, we can no longer save the state. We need to save as many souls in that ship as possible, and we have time to do it. We do have time, and so that's what praying centers are all about. Praying centers are all about saving souls. We're not about saving America. We're about saving souls within America, and that is women. Uh, who are, who think that abortion is their only way out. That is preborn boys and girls whose mother thinks that she has to choose between her life and her baby's life. Mm. It doesn't have to be this way. Christians have the only hope of the world. The mm. hope of the world is in us, and, 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 and because it's Christ in us, and he is our stronghold, not America. Government is not our stronghold. Medicine is not our stronghold. Education is not our stronghold. Uh, career is not our stronghold. Uh, standard of living is not our stronghold. Nothing is our stronghold, not even the Second Amendment, You know, nothing nothing like that. It is God and God alone, and we must serve Him and, and bow to Him alone.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> we must come out of the evil Babylon mm-hmm. that the Bible describes. Babylon is organized, secular government that specifically organizes against the principles of God in Christ, and that's what we have happening in America today, and that's what we have happening all across this globe that America has shipped out and made the world play the harlot with us. And it is wrong, and, and and the Lord is going to judge it. And he's saying, come out of her. Do not be complicit in her mm-hmm. evil. Mm-hmm. Now is the time to work. Now is the time to bow to Christ alone and recognize that he alone is our protector. He alone is our provider. He alone is our Savior. And we have to preach that message far and wide to everyone, any, everybody that will listen, anybody mm-hmm. who has a heart to mourn, for the abominations of this nation, specifically including the, uh, and the, the the destruction of the innocents in preborn boys and girls. Mm-hmm. If we have that heart to mourn, God will put his mark on our forehead and save us. Mm-hmm. That's what the Bible says in Ezekiel chapter 9.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: He has these six guys that come out, and and, and God instructs them, he's, and what he instructs one of them. He says, "Go! I want you to go around all throughout Jerusalem, go around through all the people of God, and I want you to put a mark on their forehead. This is in the Bible. Ezekiel chapter 9, put a mark on their forehead. Anybody who mourns for the for, for the abominations that are taking place in, mm. in Israel, put a mark on their forehead, they'll be saved. Mm. Because there's only two kinds of marks. There's only two allegiances that we can choose from. Either we serve the Lord or we serve the world. Mm. And, the, and, and each person has a mark. I've got a mark, and, and you've got a mark. And everybody in this world has got a mark on, the, on their forehead. And what that means is a mark on your forehead or a mark on your hand doesn't mean a literal mark. It means your allegiance. Because you know, if you if you're in the military, you have a hat and you have you have something on your on your shoulders or you have something on your on your on your wrist, uh, your 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 jacket that tells you what your rank is and who you serve. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a mark. It's a mark of allegiance and a mark of standing. Well, everyone's got one. Question is, whose mark uh, do do we have? And a, and a good indicator of whose mark we have is whether or not we mourn over the abominations of child sacrifice. Hmm. It's a very good indicator. Hmm. If we mourn over the abominations of child sacrifice, that's a good indicator that God has put his mark on us. And by the way, that mark in, Old, in the Old Testament, was the, the mark was uh, but, um, uh, it's called, it's called a tove, and that's actually, uh, it looks like a cross, hmm. interestingly enough. Hmm. It looks like a cross. And so we've got the mark of Christ if we serve him, because, you know, Jesus... It's a very political title. People say, a lot of pastors say, well, you know, I don't we get in politics, you know, abortion. I want to talk about abortion because it's too political. If abortion is too political, if the destruction of the next generation of human is cannot be talked about by the moral leaders of our country, then they are morally bankrupt. They are theologically bankrupt. They are doctrinally poor. And they are, they, they, they are, they are wolves in sheep clothing, and they are not just policing the wolves, but they are eating the wolves for their own pleasure. For their own paycheck for their own popularity and these these are kind these are the kinds of pastors that ezekiel spoke about and by the way ezekiel was a contemporary of of, of jeremiah mm. the same problem mm. and these pastors these leaders were, were failing to be the watchmen on the tower they were failing to tell the people about their sins and how to avoid them and how to avoid the judgment that's coming because of those sins time has come the time has come to repent and save as many people as possible. The time is past for America to be saved. I believe that. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's unfortunate because America was such a, a, a grand uh, experiment for uh, the, 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 the release of the oppression of, of peoples across the world.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
2: uh, and, and it's unfor- unfortunate because America has bowed the knee as a, as an, as a culture and as a government that we have, we have bowed the knee mm-hmm. to, uh, to secularism and to materialism, yeah. we act as if we act as if God doesn't exist. We live our lives as if God doesn't see, but He does see. He does. He mm-hmm. sees Jane's revenge, and He sees the the, the, the evil uh, pro-abortion politicians scheming away. He sees uh, the abortionists that are taking the lives of, of poor, innocent, preborn boys and girls. He sees it all, and He is grieved. Yeah, and I and uh, and, and He's going to empower us,
0: mm-hmm. His
2: faithful remnant to be faithful and to endure and to bear up under persecution because the world will not be happy with us. They're already not happy with us. That's why they're firebombing. Mm. It's persecution. Jesus said it would come, and it has come. Mm. Persecution has come to America. But the Apostle Paul said, look, anyone who desires to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. Mm. But that's okay. That's okay. We're going to have to come to terms with that. We're going to have to embrace a robust suff- uh, theology of suffering. It's okay because we're not greater than our master. And Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins. He sacrificed himself so that we, in turn, could participate with him in his mission and to go and do likewise—to—to—to yeah. to, to, to speak and act and sacrifice on behalf of the weak and vulnerable society that we might see some saved, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it's—it's—it's a—it's a wonderful thing. We're—we're we're investing in. E- eternal treasure Mm -hmm. the eternal there's there's only two things that are sacred in this world god and his people and that's what we have to focus on we don't have to focus on our bank accounts god's going to take care of us we don't have to focus on our on our political party that's all going to take care of itself all we have to do is seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and then all that we need all these things will be added unto us yeah,
1: yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, it's a very important issue of our time, and but there is still hope that um, the role versus weight was reversed. Now each state has to make a decision. It's, I think it's a matter of time of educating uh, a lot of a lot of people still in denial or don't know they cannot connect the dot, or they are already. Uh, experienced abortion they are in deep in PTSD trauma and they cannot deal with it so we have a a large population are suffering and thank you so much for sharing and standing in the front of the fighting for life issues preventing uh, this uh, death of our children and uh, protecting this unborn baby so thank you so much so much for being with us today
2: Thank you. It's it's an honor. Really, it's an honor to be with you and, and to be part of the education of the community.
1: Yeah. Thank you for sharing your passion with us. And thank you for listening yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And we'll be back next week. Thank you.